Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Book Sounds Book Review Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Tracy. And we're back with another episode, and as you can tell, I'm talking, so Tracy's reviewing. Yes, so I what am. what book are we talking about today, Tracy? Great. So we're gonna do something that I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna say something that Eric always says. I'm doing something out of my genre. <laughs> out of your genre, huh? It is, it is. So this is a book that actually my mom gave me to read. Usually I'm giving her books, but she gave me a book. And she said that I would really like it. And I, I did. It's not it wasn't one that I that that it was like one of my top ones, but I, it was cute. So this one is The Art of Racing in the Rain by Garth Stein. It's got a cool name. It is. It, For it, sure. It does. So some of you might actually recognize this. It was a movie. I think I saw that it was 2019 or I don't know, something around that. It was a couple of years ago. And um, so it, it was pretty popular back in the day, it seemed like. But it's told from the dog's point of view. And the owner, the guy, he was a racer. So he did a lot of racing, like car racing. Mm-hmm. And um, it was kind of cute because I'm a, I'm an animal person. We have two cats. So in case, I don't know if they've meowed during this podcast yet. If not, they probably, well, they're probably. They will. One of, them is, one of them is pretty much dead on my computer chair right <laughs> now. So he's not going to be making any noise anytime soon. So, so yeah, this is, this is not exactly a romance book. It's a, it's a man and dog romance book instead. Oh. So it's a, cute. A dogman's? It's a dogmance. Yes. It's a dogmance. It's a bromance, I guess. We'll say <laughs> a bro that. Bro dogmance. Bro dogmance. Yeah, it's it's cute. It's more of a I guess a matter of fact. It's just kind of like the dog's like, I've got a man and he's got a wife and he's got a daughter. So it's it's more like I couldn't escape in this book as much as I do in some of my other books, where I just feel like it's a I just, uh, I'm in a different world. I just sort of feel like I curled up in their house with the dog. And so, like I said, the the man in this place, in this book, he's a racer. So if you are not familiar with racing, you can like this book, but you won't understand it quite as much. So the reason- So I take it the racing is a huge part of the book? It's a big enough part. Okay. Every couple chapters, they will have a snippet. The chapters are very short, a lot of them, but they will have a, a short one or two page bit where it'll either be Denny, that's the main character, Denny racing, or just go to either like a racer or just snippet of kind of a, um, here's how we relate this to racing. And... Just because it's kind of like, here's how life is like racing, which was which was very good. But if you don't know racing, if you don't know, oh, you know, it's all lost in the in the pit stops and all this, you might get lost at times. You'll catch on, but you might get lost. I used to watch racing, so it wasn't a big deal for me. But some people might get lost. I'm curious, what? How did you feel? How was the dynamic of? It all being told from the perspective of a dog. It was in the book. cute. With, with, I, did they do a good job? I loved it because so for me, being a cat person, I loved it because I kept looking at my cat and I kept saying, "Do you really think like this?" Because the dog, it was really interesting. 
the Denny, the main character, he would always talk to the dog and then the dog would be like, be like, yeah, I, I understand Denny, you know, like <laughs> I get it. So then I kept looking at my cat and be like, do you understand me? Like really, really under, you know, I mean, like, and, and there's times that I, that I think my cat understands me. Like when I look at him and say nap time and he follows me to the bedroom, but I don't know if I if my cat really understands me to the point that where this dog understood. Like this dog throughout the book there he he thinks he's going to become a human when he dies because he saw on the I believe it was the weather channel because so here's here's the funny thing. I'm going to I'm going to step back for a sec. One day Denny forgets to turn off the TV. So, and that was the best day of the dog's life because he got to watch TV all day. And he discovered that the Weather Channel does not only show weather, it actually shows things from around the world. Mm -hmm. And that was exciting. So he watched TV all day. (laughs) And he learned that in Mongolia, when dogs die, they, they become human. So throughout his life, he said he started to observe humans so that when he died he would be ready to become a human. So he observed how humans acted, how how humans were, so that the only thing that he didn't have was thumbs. So basically, <laughs> he would start to learn human gestures and everything. It was, I mean, it was really, really cute, honestly. And that's good to hear because, so when I hear, okay, the book book is told from the perspective of a dog. The way I, I see I it- I was it, leery. I really, really was. The way I see it is, is that I think that's a very creative idea, and I think executed correctly, it could be brilliant. Right. It could also be quickly. Yeah. I, well, and I, because I was, I was really like, I have to read that dog, that book that my mom <laughs> gave me. I just kept putting it off, right? But it was actually very cute, because he was just like, yeah, and Danny did this, and Danny did this. But it it was actually cute. But I think for that reason, I couldn't quite get into it like like I did get into some of my other books where it did have humans because it was it was just a little bit cuter than mm-hmm. than some of my other ones where you know where it was just the humans and and it was more enchanting or more you know these people going away on a friend vacation or something like that. It was just you know, cute. And it was him and the little girl playing because then he had a daughter. So and and it was it was kind of funny because so the in-laws, he he hated. I mean, so Denny had a wife as well. And he hated his Denny's in-laws. And he would also like he he learned that the the in-laws ate peppers. And if the, they ever fed him peppers, the first time he ate them, he he had a little bit of a fiery poo. <laughs> and so then afterwards, he realized, well, whenever they feed me them, yeah, I'm going to eat them because serves them right. They're going to have to clean it up <laughs> because he called them the, the evil twin. So he's like, well, I guess I'm going to accept it because the, I don't know better. I'm just a stupid dog because mm-hmm. that's what they called him. So he's like, I'm just going to do it because that's just going to come back on them. <laughs> that's funny. So he was incredibly smart, but... But yeah, it was really interesting. And so basically what happens is you start out at the beginning where the dog is actually starting to pass away. And he says, you don't actually think of somebody who's hoping for death. So you know that the dog is going to pass away by the end. And 
And it was just almost sad, but you know, it's like, okay, well, he wants to die, you mm. know? And so it almost is comforting when you know, like, okay, maybe my, you know, whenever my animal gets to the end, they want to go. It was, you know, it's, it's like a sad, happy. And, uh, and then, then he goes back and tells, okay, so this is my owner. This is, this is his life, but it is almost at times matter of fact. Okay. So this is him. This is his wife. This is his daughter. And I'm like, well, just be a little bit more creative in the way that you tell things. But then there are times where he gets really into it. And I just really want to, wanted to get back at my reading. And I'm just like, here, Eric, go do something. I want to, I want to read. I want to finish my book. Mm-hmm. And it was cute because he really loved watching his owner race and he wa- loved watching the uh, the footage and all that. And it was it was really, really adorable and how he loved the owner's child and how he's fun by that with that. And he was he was just an incredibly, incredibly smart dog. And uh and it was just it was just really it was adorable. It just wasn't one of the books that I could get into the way that I usually do because it wasn't my type. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the last book that you that you talked about where it wasn't your kind. So other people could maybe like it. It just yeah. wasn't for you. just didn't you. deliver what you were looking for out of a right. book. Right. Mm. I mean, there's a reason that this got made into a movie, obviously. Mm. So, so, yeah, it's adorable. It's just not necessarily for me. So and I'm just curious. Do you happen to know, did the movie do well? I don't know. Because I'm actually this... very because the reason what's funny is I knew more of this book because of the movie, so I feel like it did. It had some pretty big stars in it. Well But that, that doesn't mean anything, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. mean anything because it might just be that the book was so huge that right. that they tried to make it into a movie and the movie failed miserably. Because that just seems like that's risky from a writing perspective. Yeah, that's a lot riskier from trying to turn in, in turning it into a movie, right? Because that's a tough thing to do. Oh, you know, oh, like, absolutely, because, absolutely. I mean, we're talking about a talking dog. You oh, put that, right. you put that into a movie. That's hard. You know, like with a book, it's a lot easier because it's way more your brain creating it, right? Than, oh, yeah, because because there's so many times that I think, oh, this would be a great movie, and then I'm like. No, this would suck as a movie because I can do all this in my head. And then I think to make this into a movie, there's no way. Like, I remember when I read The Shining, I thought, there's no way that they could have even put this in the movie. And that's why The Shining sucked, really. In a, I mean, it was fine, but it was nowhere near wow, what... That's a that's a those scary. are strong words. I know. No, no, that's a tough one because there's a lot of people that love the Shining movie. <laughs> but if they really, I don't. I'm curious if they read the book because yeah. because there's a lot that was not like the book. Well, and that's every movie too. Well, but. I know, and that's the problem. Like like I said, Emily Henry has all of her books slated to become a movie. Well, I'm sure not Happy Place yet, but all of them are slated to be a movie, which excites me, but it also makes me. super nervous because what are they going to do right and what are they going to do wrong so it's it is really it's really interesting but if you get the right voice for the dog i think you could do a lot right because there are some some really some really funny parts in this that i and there's one specific part that i really want to tell about but i can't because it 
it would ruin mm-hmm. a part of of this. But but I mean, it, it's very similar to to that whole thing of like him just kind of spitefully eating <laughs> eating the peppers. I mean, that's that's one of my things. Like I don't know better what <laughs> you know. But I mean, he he's a very very smart dog. You know, he talks about like like at, at one point he has to. Denny has to fight for his daughter because the twins are after. So basically, what I guess I'm going to back up. So what happens is his his wife actually goes through brain cancer, mm-hmm. and and the dog is just like you have to fight for for getting your daughter back because the 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 in laws actually try to to take her after this, and the dog is just like you know I'm going to help you fight because he's he's by him through the entire thing and and kind of to, to tell about the whole thing of how the racing is is in it he's like you know fights aren't aren't lost and they can be lost in the first turn but you can you know make it up and throughout you know the mm. entire race and that's kind of how they they do a lot of analogies but i can't i can't remember mm-hmm. all of them and that's and and he's just by his side the entire time, and he's like, I hate this small apartment now. And but it it's just it's just an incredible some of the some of the stuff. And now that I'm thinking back, I'm like, oh, am I giving it too small of a <laughs> a score? But it is it really is is just kind of an entire or an ad, an adorable uh, an adorable book. And and I guess the stuff that the that he does for his daughter, the Denny. Um, it's just it really it really is and and i guess what he does for for his dog it's just if you don't know if you don't have pets you probably wouldn't appreciate this book honestly and maybe and maybe this would actually or maybe make it would make you, you want to have yes a pet. <laughs> actually <laughs> you know because because some people look at people who have pets and they're like i don't understand i don't understand why you care so much if if your pet is sick or you know how is that so much a member of your family and it's like oh man mm-hmm. <laughs> they are our kids and so yeah i think maybe this book would actually make you understand mm-hmm. cuz you raise them from child like this book he raises him from a child mm-hmm. and and this book maybe would help you understand this is this is kind of like what a, an animal maybe perhaps thinks and yeah, it really made me think, is this what my my cat thinks when I'm when I'm looking at them? Because there are so many times that my cat looks at me and I'm like, is this is this what you're thinking when you're looking at me? Because they're thinking something. Yeah, and I think based on everything you've said about the book, this basically sounds like it's probably a really, really, really good book. Mm-hmm. It just falls way out of your genre. Yeah, it's and not. I think that's why. That is the only reason why. There are so many great bits. It just wasn't in my genre. Yeah, it's just not something that you would typically read and probably would not seek this concept of a book out again just yes. because, you know. But it just came in as a recommendation, and and so it was good for what it was, but it's just not something, you know, like, this isn't what I want to be reading, yeah, basically. I would, I would recommend it to quite a few people if it was for them like i would probably not recommend it for you eric just because it's not necessarily your thing i would actually possibly watch the movie Mm. as as weird as that sounds (laughs) because it's probably cute just in terms of reading 
I probably just wouldn't read it again just because in terms of reading, just not something that I could get lost in again. I mean, like I said, I did kind of when I was reading it, I was like, I kind of want to go back and pick it up. Mm -hmm. But it's just not in my genre. And that's the only reason why I I just can't, you know, I just I can't give it a a higher score for me. Mm -hmm. All right. So what is the score that you're giving? Or do you have more topics? No, that's so my gut gave it a 3.5 for me. I mean, and and like I said, I could give it a higher score for 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 somebody else, and I know that sounds weird, but for mm. me, I had to give it a three five. So you're basically way the way you're going with this is that for who you are, it's a three point five, but this book could be easily a four point seven five for to yep. somebody else. Yeah, just so, depending on what you're into. Yeah, and- yeah, because it's it's a great written book. It's you know, and and at times I just felt like it was. It was too matter of fact, like maybe he could have just drawn in and said, instead of saying, you know, he had a wife, he had a daughter, he, maybe he could have just said, oh, and his wife did this, his, does that kind of make sense? Like the author did this or what? Yeah, like during, during the book, the, the dog, just as he's telling the story, he's like, he's like, oh, and my master Denny, he had, he had a wife and he had a daughter. Usually I like to, I like it when they just say, Oh, and then they just kind of bring up the wife and the daughter. Yeah, it seems like a kind of an interesting style of writing. Yeah, to being more. It sounds like he was. They're more telling the story than generally when you write a book like this. You you kind of try to create the image of the story in the person's head. Yeah, which yeah, I could see that's that's kind of a. So that was, I think, I think that was part of it because I think sometimes it was just sort of a very. Very straightforward, like a very this happened, this happened instead mm. of instead of a very vivid, yeah, you know, pretty. So I think that was just the other thing. Sometimes it was a pretty picture, like ooh, this happened, and then other times it was just a very, very matter of fact. So that so, was just the other. So, um, so there might be a level of writing style in there too. Yeah, you know that that really doesn't kick because. So, I. Every once in a while, Tracy does pass one of her books off to me to read. And I, I happen to actually be reading one of them right now. Yes. And and I can tell you that all of the books you've passed off to me, when they're all extremely visual writers. They're all extremely right. talented. See, and, at, that's, at, and that's why this one... He- that's the, the, that's a perfect way to say he's not as visual. Yeah, they're there. they're all very about putting you... In the in, place. Putting yes. you in the place and you're watching it happen. Yes, Whereas, that's exactly it. He doesn't put me in the place as much. He well, just tells you what's happening. Yes, times. occasionally he does, but not as much. And that's what I like about my authors. When I feel like I'm in the town square. Yeah, you're, like you're, it's happening. You're standing off in the background watching it yes. happen type deal. And that's my thing. I like it when I can go where I like, like I just started the new. It's not a new book, but I started the the YA book by Ashley Poston, and and I felt like I was just at a witch trial, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh this is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so it's it's just kind of fun when you can go there, right? So so that 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 I guess is is a little bit different. So, but that that is I guess really the only knock about this. So. 
And so. like I said, just go in. If you're going to read this, just go in knowing that there's going to be a level of talking about race cars. And that's not a knock about this. Just know that you're going to have that. And so if that might you, be really appealing to some people. Right. So, no, and I, I have no problem with that. I just want you to know that it's dogs and race cars. So if you don't know about race cars, totally cool. Just want you to know that there's going to be a lot of race car talk. So it's going to be comparing about that. So if you don't like race cars or if you don't, you know, if, if that's unappealing, you're going to want to stay away from that. Like I didn't mind it, but there's, there is a lot. Mm-hmm. So, or, you know, a good amount about, I'd say about a third ish. So cool. Well, I don't think you've convinced me that I would ever read this book, but I do. <laughs> I, I do but really like the, the idea of it being told from a pet as long as it's executed correctly. So yeah, I mean, it is, it really is cute. I would definitely not say to stay away. I would definitely say if it intrigues you, yeah. Get, pick it up because it is it is worth a read yeah if the idea behind it sounds good to you you should definitely read it mm-hmm. because because I mean, most I of the like bad it. of this book is it, just a personal taste yes, of yours absolutely you know, not, it is just a personal taste for the most part absolutely. and i guess i guess probably one could argue that that you know when you whenever anybody doesn't like a book, that's right. probably the driving force behind it is just personal taste. But yeah, well, yeah, but but I mean, you can also start to. But for the most part, it's a it's, it is a personal taste thing, absolutely. Mm. So, I mean, my mom loved it, so <laughs> that's why she yeah. gave it to me. me. <laughs> so, so yeah. It is for the most part. It's it's a personal taste thing. I would definitely say, don't hesitate to pick it up. So, very cool. All right. Well, do you got anything else for this one, or should we wrap this episode no, up? No, I don't have anything else. All right. Well, we can then wrap this episode up. Um, as a reminder, we do have another podcast mainly focused on me and Tracy and mental illness, mental yep. stigmas. So check that out. You can find that. On your favorite podcast player, Stigmas and Open Wounds, or you can jump over to stigmasandopenwounds.com and check it out there. You can also find the back episodes of this podcast on there just by clicking up on the book reviews at the top of the website. And we will most likely be back in two weeks because it seems like, for some reason, me and Tracy can always read a book in two weeks. (laughs) So this podcast is was intended to be just an occasional thing that gets dropped when we finish a book, but it appears like... We just like, can't stop reading. Yeah, it appears that every two weeks we can finish a book. <laughs> so with that, we'll wrap this episode up and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, guys.